can you talk a little bit about where you are with Lawrence and why it's not just as easy to this thing's done now? Yes. Um, uh, we all understand that uh, uh, in a negotiation, both parties can really want to get it done. They've just got to go into the area where they have some disagreements. Usually it's about the amount of money or the time that you're talking about issues like that. And so that uh, uh, you can have times when you feel real good, you feel like you're making progress, you can have times when you uh, don't feel as good. Um, uh, this isn't in any way unique to uh, DeMarcus. Uh, this has gone on as far back for me, uh, notably with Emmett Smith. And of course, uh, uh, any of you that know my relationship with Emmett Smith today know that uh, uh, that's kind of a memory that we kind of smile about and fun. And by the way, here we are 20-something uh, years later and we're in business together. So uh, that's just uh, the business. It's a part of the business. Uh, the main thing I don't want to be is cavalier. This is a significant thing uh, for not only our franchise but in uh, DeMarcus's uh, life. And it is, and it would make anyone uh, be very, very uh, judicious as they're working through the terms of this agreement. So the fact that we're not, uh, don't have something done today is uh, not really inordinate uh, when you look at the things that are at stake here. Any concern about will he show up on time, will he, you know, those kinds of things because you haven't got anything done? Yeah, those, those are all uh, uh, nuances of uh, negotiating and, and having a contract if you're a player in the NFL or having a contract if you're a GM in the NFL. And uh, they're all points to consider uh, and uh, they cause you to give and take. But uh, uh, that's, again, those are considerations. It's a misnomer to call them concerns. Uh, it's a misnomer, though, to sound frivolous or, or trivial about it. And so every point has to ultimately be agreed to before you can agree to go forward for several years for the kinds of dollars that we're talking about right there. So uh, but this is just not uh, anything that uh, I haven't been involved in hundreds of times. progress been made on any of these fronts, whether it's DeMarcus or Amari or Dak or Zeke or where, where is, do you, do you see any progress on in getting something done with any of those guys over the, the, the pillars of the offseason which we were trying to do at least? Actually, Clarence, uh, it, it, it's misleading to say, are you making progress? Uh, there's his progress time thing, uh, is progress a detail within the agreement? that you may have had some meeting of the minds on that you didn't have a day ago, but yet it has nothing to do with uh, when you're going to have an agreement. Uh, it's in the works. It's being worked upon. Uh, we're communicating. Uh, that's what you've got until you actually meet to uh, sign the contract. Y'all kind of famously took Dez right up until the July deadline a few years ago. In DeMarcus's case with his shoulder and what we've heard about in regard to that. Are you comfortable if it comes to that, taking it that deep? Well, again, uh, it, uh, 
either party in a negotiation to say either one of them took the other one up to a certain point uh, has a correctness about it, but again, it's not the total picture. And uh, uh, we're all aware that, uh, uh, as it turns out, this is a contract to play football, and the first year is a big one of, of any contract. And so uh, uh, at the kinds of dollars we're talking about, uh, you really uh, could take, uh, it's just a given that you'd get the full year at top physical condition, uh, that that's what you're getting. If you don't get that, then you, you're not getting, that's that, that depreciates what you're, what you're doing. Can you, again, with these contracts? Works both ways. With these two, with, with Lawrence and, and Dak and, and Cooper, you, you seem to be, it's something of a financial crossroads here where a lot of times when teams make these decisions on this many key players to extend, they've won a Super Bowl, but you're projecting these are guys that are going to help us get there. Is that, does that give you a little more pause or is it just the, the cost of doing business? But it seems a little different than this is normally. Yeah. You see a lot of Most of the time, the ones that have won a Super Bowl don't win it the next year. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, uh, it is very likely uh, that you may be negotiating uh, and um, uh, uh, even though you didn't win a Super Bowl last year, it could be very easily, more likely than not, maybe be negotiating for a coming Super Bowl. And I guess the, 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 the point is, uh, is that this is not buying a pension fund's bonds, which has to have absolute assuredness that you're getting what you're buying when you buy bonds. This is far from that. Uh, this is putting a team together and making contracts that uh, have uh, potential uh, ambiguous uh, uh, bases that you key off of. Uh, you have uh, uh, so many moving parts that there's no such thing as being right. And there really is no such thing when you're being, uh, as being right relative to contract negotiations. If you step up and say, well, I was all right in all my contract negotiations, but we haven't won a Super Bowl in 20 years. That doesn't, that's not, being right doesn't count. And so uh, I guess to answer your question, is that uh, uh, the uniqueness of uh, negotiating contracts on several players that obviously we think are worth the negotiation or we wouldn't be doing it. That means they're, uh, they've got some age plus, they've got some uh, 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 years, they're young players in this particular case. But the ambiguity or the question of whether or not that's gonna win a Super Bowl or not uh, is there, and so I dismiss that. The only thing I don't do is get up and think, you know, I'm going in for a sure thing. Uh, there, there is no sure thing on these contracts. Do you feel what you've done so far uh, with uh, Randall Cobb and some other guys that you've done, did you improve this team 
from where you were at the end of the season, even with the loss of Beasley and, and some other guys, you bring Whitman in and those guys in there as well. Yes, I'm pleased that we put ourselves uh, in a position to, uh, whether it's the next free agent we sign or whether it is uh, who we draft, uh, we put ourselves in a position to have total flexibility as to uh, uh, taking care of a need. And uh, we're in that spot. And uh, we certainly are looking at uh, some, including DeMarcus, but we're looking at defensive line. We're still looking at defensive line. Uh, we've got some options at tight end. We've got some options at safety. And so um, uh, uh, while it, when the season was over, we had some options and flexibility, but they were unsigned free agents, players that might go to another team or players available. As we sit here today, I'm pleased that uh, we've made the uh, decisions we've made, gotten to sign the players we've signed, and it puts us right where I want to be, and that has a lot of flexibility on our next free agent decisions. One spot where you haven't done that as of yet is backup running back. Is that something you're still looking at, or do you feel comfortable addressing that in the draft? We're still looking that, at that as free agents. That may even be done after the draft, uh, but uh, I would agree with you uh, the way we're structuring uh, and have structured our offense and uh, the uh, uh, importance we have in our offense of using the running back, Zeke in that case, we need to make sure that uh, we uh, rest him when we want to, uh, take some snaps off of him when we want to, uh, or uh, uh, in case we need to, have a, a very talented running back in there. And uh, uh, since, again, I emphasize that we've got the expectation we've got some Zeke, uh, we've got to really uh, be focused on getting a good backup for him. So not just a change of pace guy, a guy who can insurance policy, if you will, as far as allow you to play the same sort of style and miss it a game or two. We can't, and I don't expect, to have a, a substitute for Zeke but someone that can do what Zeke does, which is not necessarily a change of pace guy, uh, is the preference for me. Where are you on the, in the Robert Quinn negotiations in, 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 in that situation? He is uh, on another team. And so I'm really limited. Even though that y'all brought him in, I mean, it seemed like it's... it's yes, but, uh, but... But because you brought him in doesn't mean that we can get in dialogue and talk about uh, with media. They didn't give me permission to do that. They just made, gave him permission to come in and us uh, have that visit with him, and that was it. Did the NFL say anything about retiring Crawford's fight in Florida? Are they investigating that or where you guys on that? No, he's a very high-character guy for us, and uh, I don't have detail uh, on that. I'm sorry? What do you think would be different with Kellen in comparison to Scott? Uh, I think that uh, 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 he, uh, Kellen is extraordinary in his communication ability. Uh, and he, uh, uh, to the person that has ever worked around him, including Scott, talked about 
how uh, good he was at communicating, not just with players, but with other staff members, uh, his ideas and uh, getting people to incorporate them in their game. And so, uh, not that I'm implying, and I don't want to, that Scott didn't do that well, but uh, Kellen, from his early grades, is a star in that area. How has Jason Whitney looked, or do you have any feedback on how he's looked so far in this new captain workout? Does he look like he's going to be the Jason Whitney of old? Yes. Uh, as far as how he looks and his intensity, and I've, I've had a, uh, 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 as it would have it, uh, a report and a description of his workouts that he's doing right now. And uh, it uh, sounds like he's more intense now than he was two years ago. And if he's good with all intensity, if he's good with playing less snaps, y'all had that conversation. That if he won't play 60 snaps, he won't play it. It uh, it was uh, sounded sounded uh, 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 it 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 sounded uh, it, it it sounded um, team like, but no one went and I've got to see it. <laughs> right. <laughs> So you've had that conversation. Uh, we've yes. had that conversation, yes. And I'm going to have to see it. When, I know this was a, a process with him and, and an evolution, but when, can you share the, maybe the, the first call or the first time you talk where you thought, I think he probably really will come back now? I mean, I know there were several conversations. Yeah. But at a point where you went, okay, this is. Well, what, what, uh, uh, I immediately think about when you ask me what was the first indication you had he was serious, it was before he left. He really was one foot in and one foot out when he left. And it was so easy to think and so easy to say, see that he really didn't want to quit playing football. And uh, he was just trying to buy in and rationalize that this was the going away the best thing for his future and the opportunity to uh, be a top uh, uh, sports television personality with Gruden retiring and, that and a real opening for him. But he was having to talk to his mirror and I could tell it. And so it was no surprise at all when uh, uh, at various times he would indicate how much that uh, uh, he missed. and how much that he thought, I've got time to do, be doing what I'm doing right now. I'm running out of time to ever be on that field. Did you try to talk to him at that point and say, you're half and half, just stay? No, okay. no, no, no. I, I don't want that responsibility. And, <laughs> and uh, uh, it was uh, involved enough when he made the first decision and uh, Uniquely, as I said earlier, was comfortable because I was involved in how he made the first decision to say, uh, okay, he's had a lot of time to think about this, and now then he's practiced it, and he's got a good feel for it, and Michelle's got a feel for it, so uh, uh, he, he needs to not have a good sales job for me one way or the other. What was the discussion like with Sean Lee? Because he's another 
guy like Rick, a proud guy, wants to play a lot. Now you have to reduce his snaps at receiver. I would hope that as it would turn out, the only reason his snaps were reduced is just wondering, just trying to say, well, uh, a uh, almost intangible basis of just saying, let's cut back on some snaps so we can have him later. I would hope that's the case. Uh, not less snaps because he's actually dealing with a physical injury next year. Uh, uh, because uh, uh, I think that knowing him, and that's one of the unique things about him, is you'll get the same kind of snap from him as though we and he were planning on him playing every snap. You'll get the same kind of snap. If we're getting the same kind of snaps, it's going to be very difficult not to have him out there the majority of his productive snaps. You say, what about the other guys? Well, we know just the position itself and uh, how you would uh, just do a, uh, a resting regime or a, or a keep them fresh regime would be prudent to do with three guys playing those linebackers. Going, going into free agency, has there, Earl Thomas let it be known he would want to play three guys if it worked out, and, and there was an interest on your part, even though you had a lot of other financial considerations to make. The way, in that soft opening period, before it actually got to free agency, when six or seven safeties went off the board, did you, did you start to think that, well, maybe, maybe we can work this out here, or at that point, as you determined that we, we weren't sure. going to be able because until Baltimore came in with the big one, he, he was looking at it. We probably have, uh, uh, or I do, uh, a little little uh, stronger feeling than that about Xavier Woods and about uh, Heath. And, uh, uh, and the idea that uh, uh, free agency is not the only swing into uh, bite at the apple. You've got the draft. And so um, I always thought that had to come to us if it were a possibility to even think about. It had to come to us. Well, the way it would have had to come to us is uh, uh, that market be softer for him because he's, and rightfully so, felt that he should really be an uh, extraordinarily paid player, rightfully so. But uh, we never dismissed uh, the idea, and it was just a question of uh, uh, how that fell that you just described, the numbers of other safeties and where the price range was going to be. And uh, uh, certainly uh, the area that he was signed in was one that we didn't think worked with how we're making up our team uh, from a cap standpoint. With the number of safeties that are on the market, this this offseason, what was it that y'all liked about Aloka, and what's your your idea for how y'all want to use him? Oh, I, th I think he, uh, the fact that he's uh, played some free, uh, and the fact that uh, 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 we, that, that's the way we want to play him. We'd like some interchangeability back there. And uh, he does have uh, some experience, and uh, I think when you add all of that up, he fits that pretty good. He's not just a total down guy. He gives us some position flex. Uh, and then the uh, competitiveness aspect of it. I like our coaching staff. Uh, and so uh, there's some of me that thinks he might come in here with Richard and 
uh, with Rod and have uh, some of the uh, career year. And uh, that, I, I think that's legitimate to look at a player, uh, whether it be on the defensive line or whether it be in that secondary with Rashad. I think we can look and say, you know, you might get some uh, extra production because you coach it. So those were the things that came to mind. Um, yeah, he's uh, uh, of course uh, uh, such a uh, uh, competitive personality. He's uh, he's if you ever met anybody that was built personality-wise for the game of football, he's one of them. Uh, he is talented, uh, uh, limited by injury, but of course any player you've got. Uh, has that risk, and um, uh, uh, so um, uh, that uh, that was an issue. Uh, I think with his experience, uh, with uh, some of the things he's done at Green Bay, uh, that will meld with some of the new things that we might be doing with our receiving core and our routes. And so the idea of him coming in and having to get adjusted to the way we're going to be running routes wasn't a concern of mine because we're changing that up to some degree. Was given the, the production Beasley has had over these last four or five years, and like you've said, you, you need, everyone said you need to take a step forward in the passing game from, from where you've been. Was it really imperative to get a guy like him with, with that experience? And I mean, because that would be difficult to, to count on out of yeah, We actually had Hearns, I did. I had Hearns as a way to go here. Okay. Uh, but the opportunity to get him was outstanding. Uh, that was one that uh, uh, th that you just, it had to fall your way. And the fact that we were able to do that when you look at the result of bees going on to Buffalo and him coming here, then the result looked more clever than it was to plan on it because uh, and so but it was as anything if you haven't thought about thought about the possibility and the results of the consequences and you're sitting there just thinking about it as the caboose on the train is whizzing by you have missed the train well we have really thought about either or so that when that opportunity of Cobb came we were able to get all over it and that's, that's the way you're supposed to do it. You, you talked to us at the combine about being as, as desperate and hungry as ever to win. And what you've done in the offseason with the Cobb move, with trying to get Quinn, so there's some upgrades. Is this an example of you trying to win now, trying to win this year, and not, you know, obviously you have to have future concern, but the moves you've made have been pretty significant compared to past years. Well, I don't think that we've done anything that uh, certainly uh, hasn't improved our chances to win now. You might hear somebody say, well, you haven't done some things that would have improved your chances to win now. I take exception to that because some of the things we've done are going to allow us to do some things with the players we've got that is within that win now time frame. That's over the next two or three years. And so, 
I, I disagree that the way we've done free agency, we've avoided uh, uh, the, at this point the big commitment. Uh, uh, that is a win now because uh, that's going to uh, have been necessary so that we can, uh, in most cases, keep the guys we want to keep and possibly be ready for a player. And again, I don't want to talk about a player that's on another team. If you see what I mean, but that has us ready to take advantage of that when we see it. What's your comment on Philadelphia's proposal about you guys having a competitive disadvantage at Thanksgiving? Well, I uh, uh, respect uh, uh, every club's opinion. Uh, it's been said that uh, we're not natural partners in the NFL. <laughs> And uh, certainly we've got a, uh, a, a great rivalry, and I'm so jealous. I'm still screaming in my pillow about him winning that Super Bowl up there. Uh, but that's going too far. <laughs> no. Uh, the, uh, uh, the, the, thing, the thing that was not, the thing, I, that's rubbing it in. But the thing, but. Uh, smiling, uh, smiling tongue in cheek. <laughs> but the point, the point is that uh, it, hasn't, it hasn't been a competitive advantage. I'll just say that so that you uh, would address their concern. Uh, you, uh, that, that's an opinion. But uh, the fact that it got such a resounding vote coming out of the competition committee without having uh, uh, Detroit's vote included, then, and it takes 75% uh, of the votes to get it done, and you had it right there, unanimous. Uh, that's why it was withdrawn, but uh, uh, I think as a whole, most people see the value to the league of what we do on Thanksgiving and the great tradition of the Lions having it on Thanksgiving as apart from what it means for the individual team that it is good for the NFL.